Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Quarantine Norm. How is everyone doing today? It's Liv here. And I'm Zoe. And it is so nice to have everyone back for our episode. We are so excited to be here today. It's a gorgeous day outside. Finally getting that so-called summer weather that the Midwest has been missing for a while and, and have been receiving in sporadic little heats. Yeah, I am so glad that it's finally just kind of like consistently warm out. I guess that's a good way to lead into highs and lows. Liv, what are your highs and lows of today? Oh my gosh. Um, I've had a really good week. Uh, we just started morning practices. So I'm going to start with my lows. I think one of my lows has just been that I have to wake up early once again. Um, getting back in that routine has been a little bit difficult, but you know, I'm navigating it pretty well. I just got a new alarm clock that wakes me up to sunlight. So that's really exciting. I've been really liking that a lot. Um, and it's really helped me wake up and, um, you know, get ready for the day without it feeling like a blaring alarm. I even can put my phone into a different room because of this alarm clock. So that's been super nice for helping me fall asleep nice and quick. And then I would say, um, that is also like one of my highs. I also hosted a barbecue last weekend. It went absolutely amazing. I got to put my grilling skills to the test, um, made some hamburgers, uh, coleslaw, bunch of different desserts right now, loving lemon tarts. So definitely been on my baking and cooking grind and I have been obsessed. How about you, Zoe? I think that, I guess I'll start with my lows too. I've also been having to wake up early since I've been doing new student registration. Um, but that's been super fun and like kind of a, again, like the same thing I did last summer, but I've had a different perspective because now that I've graduated, it's kind of fun to see everyone coming for the first time and like starting their adventure while I'm finishing mine um and for highs I honestly I was just telling Liv before we started recording I've got a lot of highs from today I think I have finally figured out kind of what the next year of my life is going to look like which is so thank goodness (laughs) like so comforting I feel like I've been in such a gray area for so long and Liv can tell you um honestly you can even hear it in my voice in the podcast several times that everything's just been kind of a mess trying to figure out what's going on next. So I finally have a roommate for Chicago, which is really great. Um, Um, I am going up to look at places next week, hopefully going to sign a lease, get everything set in place. And then I'm getting everything else kind of figured out, like uh, hopefully getting kind of closer on a job search and figuring out all that jazz so it's been super nice oh and I'm going to Europe oh my gosh you forgot to tell everyone about that where are you going Zoe so I'm going to Croatia and I'm going to Italy we kind of I'm I, with a lot of Liv and I's other roommates from the past year I can't even refer to them as roommates almost soon everyone's just going to be our college roommates um but with one of our other roommates from 1004 I'm going to be going to, or to Croatia and Italy we kind of decided spontaneously so I think it's gonna be fun I'm really really excited because I really wanted to go to Europe and I'm glad that I'm finally making it happen oh Zoe I'm obsessed and I cannot wait to hear about all the amazing stuff you get to see and food you get to try and people you get to meet and we will definitely have a maybe even Zoe having a potential solo episode just talking about her trip or me interviewing her because I feel like that's a really good 
good and fun way to learn a little bit of tips when it comes to traveling specifically to different parts of Europe since um, Western and Eastern Europe are both very, very different. Yeah, I'm super excited because I've never really been to, I've been to Italy before, but I went to Rome and I was 16 and I was on a huge tour group. So it's not really the same. So I'm super excited to like kind of explore Eastern Europe a little bit more. (laughs) Well, this is amazing. I'm super excited that we were able to start on a bit of a positive note. Seems like we both have more positive than negatives. But speaking of something that I think is super important when it comes to figuring out and navigating our early 20s. We wanted to take today to kind of touch on skincare, um, more specifically acne and how it affects us, specifically when it comes to like our like confidence, what our routines are, what we do, because Zoe and I both do drastically different things. This is a bit of a more low maintenance episode. If you're looking for some tips, some tricks, maybe you're trying something and you're like, I have no idea why this is not working. You'll learn something in this episode Um, and kind of maybe our own personal journey when it comes to figuring out what works best for our skin and what we are doing to make sure that we are most confident and radiant selves on the outside. Yeah. And obviously, obviously we're not dermatologists. Nothing we're saying is like any sort of medical advice or anything like that. But I think that Liv and I are, have worked really hard to kind of perfect skincare routines. So in light, um, in kind of picking out a lighter episode, we definitely wanted to do something highlighting just skincare, what we found works and doesn't work for us, um, things like that. And then also, you know, we kind of been putting out some heavier episodes is like things have gotten, you know, kind of real we're adulting really so we kind of wanted to do something a little bit more light that would hopefully kind of bring something fun like some great easy content Mm -hmm. most definitely so let's jump right in let's lay the groundwork right so what's our skin look like Zoe so tell me a little bit about what your skin type is and you know maybe like your skincare journey to start So it took me a very long time to land on the fact that I have combination skin. (laughs) Um, So I feel like for a long time, like people are like, oh, which one do I have? And that probably means that you have combination skin. Like if you have some areas that get dry, some areas that get like oily, but like they kind of change throughout the year. Like in the summer, I'm a little bit more oily, winter, a little bit drier. Like that's normal. You probably have combination skin. That's like, I would say like the standard, Um, Mm -hmm. like I don't get super oily and I don't get super dry combination. Um, I think that I found that being consistent is super, super important. I've gone through, like, I swear every product I, somebody told me once that women are all goo hoarders. And I feel like that's such a good way to put it. Like (laughs) skincare goo. Like, I feel like you, I constantly like buy new things. I want to try things. I'm definitely a big into like face masks. I love to try face masks. And I love to try luxury skincare products. If I'm being honest, something I definitely will splurge on. That Um, is so different than me. I find myself literally sticking to the same routine, even if it does not work for a year. I, I like will try things for like a month and I really try to give it a good try, but if it's not working, like I know how products should and shouldn't work. And I know what like the skin will look like if they do. But I also, if I find a product that like really, really works, I won't stray far from it. I also will be honest, like I 
have never really struggled with acne. I would say in the past, like two years of my life, my acne has probably been the worst it's ever been, but I think that's because I've been so stressed. And then I, I had really bad forehead acne in high school, like when I, my senior year of high school, but I think I've noticed as I've gotten older, especially like it comes in waves when I am stressed. I've never really had like bad cheek acne. Um, like I know is really common for people, but I've gotten it on my forehead, which is usually like a stress symbol, like in the T zone, I suppose, mm-hmm. like the skincare way to talk about it. Um, Liv, you want to talk a little bit about your skincare journey, like what your skincare has looked like and before we dive into specific products and things? Yeah. So mine's very different. So for those of you guys that don't know me and have not been friends with me for a while, I have had a very tumultuous relationship with my skin. Um, I have been on medication for it. I've been on birth control for it. I've tried different topicals that are foreign and not foreign and all this stuff to try to figure out what exactly I'm going to do. So in high school, I had really bad cystic acne. Like you think about those bumps that really, really hurt your skin, right? So they're like underneath the skin. You can't get rid of them. Um, Like I used to massage them to try to ease some pain. And that was primarily in like my on my like upper neck, like jaw area, and then also directly on my forehead and like by my, um, like kind of in the T-zone, but not really on my nose, more of like surrounding my mouth. And then also like in the upper T-zone and then right there. And these, these acne spots were not only painful, but I was very embarrassed by them. There were even moments, um, when I was in high school that I would, try to uh, edit them out right with like facetune and I would make my face super blurry and obviously that is not cute and looking at some of these photos in my photo album is atrocious because I delete the other photos so I have no idea what it actually looks like so um, my skin is a mixture just like you said so it's combination um, but mainly it was very dry just because of the sport I did and I swam in chlorine. So I was always in a bunch of chemicals, which I don't think aided in my acne journey. Um, so I went on birth control, uh, kind of the summer before my senior year of high school, I was on it for about two years until in college. And for a while, it really did the trick. I felt like my skin really cleared up, but with birth control come other side effects. Um, some of which include like, um, depressive moods, um, some weight gain, things like that. Um, and due to a couple, uh, issues that arose from that, I decided to go off it eventually just because my skin had gotten to the point where I had like a couple spots, maybe right above my upper, upper lip and like on my forehead. And I was like, this is very manageable. Right. And then in the last couple and several months, I've had a lot of hormonal outbreaks. That's going to be in your lower chin, kind of around your mouth area. And that has to do with like changing diet, you know, all that stuff. And, um, So that's been a bit of a struggle, but I will say that's something for me, Zoe, this might be the same thing for you. So correct me if I'm wrong. My skin always is better in the summer. I agree. Yeah. Because you have more vitamin D and all that stuff. So definitely find myself right now, very comfortable and confident in my skin. I have a couple spots that are just on my face, but for the most part, like I don't really have as much acne as I did maybe even two months ago it's cleared up miraculously in like 
the last maybe two weeks, which this happens every summer to me, I swear to God. And I have no idea. Well, I do know why it's because I'm outside more. I mean, I work an outdoor job. Um, and that, um, so that's been like my acne journey on my face. And obviously like I've had like body acne a little bit that comes from sweat and like not showering after your workout. So that's very easily amendable, but, um, that has been my skin type backslash my story of what my skin looks like. Um, and as we're diving into this, we thought it'd be really helpful for us to kind of share what we're doing right now that we think is really working for us. Zoe's going to have a lot more products probably than I do. I'm more specialized in trying to get rid of my bags that are underneath my eyes than I am particularly in my skincare, but um, well, I'll touch upon that later. So Zoe, jump right in. Tell us what you do and what your routine looks like. Cause every time I FaceTime Zoe, she always has a face mask on. <laughs> I work really hard, I would say, to make sure that I take good care of my skin for the long term, as well as like the short term, like as much as I would rather get rid of my acne, I'd rather have a pimple today and then save myself from wrinkles in five years. Mm -hmm. Um, So, okay, I will, I guess I'll just start with kind of like what my general, um, like routine looks like. So Every night I do a cleanser, which I am currently using the Tula cleanser. It's like a blue bottle. It like has probiotics and superfoods. It's gotten really good reviews. I really like it so far. I feel like it makes my skin feel really, really clean. And I feel like it gives me like a very good cleanse, like genuinely a cleanse. Um, And then I go in with a toner. I've been using the Versed Weekend Daily Glow Brightening Solution Cleanser. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much so like, I think most of the time toners are very draining. They pull a lot out of your skin and they like do a lot to dry out your skin where like this toner, it's still a toner. So it, it does do that, but it's more so focused on brightening. So it's very like, let's kind of put some stuff in. Um, and then after that, I go in with a moisturizer. So I use, um, the Clinique moisture surge is what it's called. It's like pink and it's super cute. I've been using it for years. It's honestly like, I feel like one of the high, like highest rated moisturizers in the entire world. Like it's just nothing matches it to be honest. Like, I think it gives you just this like immediate great glow And then I go with a serum, depending on what time of day it is, if it's the morning or the night. I go with, um, in the night, I do the truly uh, like acne cleansing serum. It's like kind of green. It's, it smells really, really good. And I will be honest, it's a little on the pricey side, but I find that it works really, really well and helps treat acne fast. And then I've been using a brightening serum in the morning it's like strawberry flavored. I can't remember the brand. I think it's the same. I think it's still that burst brand. I really, really like it. It's just a general brightening serum though. I don't find too much difference between different ones that I've tried. Um, so honestly, anyone would kind of, I'd be like, I feel like be a good suggestion. This is so crazy. Cause Zoe's saying this all from memory. And I literally just went to like my bathroom and pulled out all my cleansers and creams that I use just so I could say what they are, because I have no idea what I use. They're just random things from Ipsy. So this is amazing, Zoe. And I think <laughs> like something that I want to ask you personally is 
what have you used in the past that has just not worked? Like, has there been anything that you have just tried, you've gotten, you've heard good reviews and you just have not really liked it? Oh, that's a good question. I feel like, cause I, and Liv can tell you this, I am very into like makeup, beauty, care. Mm-hmm. So like, I do like, honestly, like my leisure time, like I watch a lot of makeup videos, skincare videos, things like that. So like, I'm very like, I feel like up to date on like what's going on in like the beauty community, whatever. Um, Something that I consistently saw good reviews about and I ended up buying was like the It Cosmetics uh, moisturizer. And I did not like it. I felt it was very thick. Like I, I really love the Clinique moisturizer because I feel like it's thin and I feel like as much as like it's a moisturizer and like yes it adds moisture like whatever I didn't feel like it was like cakey or like made me feel oily I felt like it was just good moisturizer um but the it cosmetics confidence uh moisturizer I always felt like was so thick and I felt like it instantly made me look oily and it made me feel like you know when you kind of eat like something really sweet and you just feel like you have this film of like sugar on your face yes that and greasy food has yes, just like, been you know, like my arch nemesis and you know also you feel, like you have that on your face like that's what it felt like to me it was like oh. that feeling of like like frosting on my face I just like looked it up why is it 60 dollars it's very expensive and I just didn't like it oh damn that is very interesting and I totally agree with you because I find that like when my skin is really out of control like I really want something light something that doesn't feel like it's actually on my face and I totally get what you're saying that like what you eat and what you put in your body directly results to what your skin looks like so um or not even looks like but feels like right it's the same thing as like if you eat a greasy pizza, like the next day, like you're going to feel it in your T-zone and you'll also like feel it on your face. I find that my face gets really puffy after I eat really greasy food, which then also I'm like, is this product not working or is it just my diet? That's also leading to these changes within my, um, within my skin. You know, one thing, as much as I am into skincare and things that I've not gotten into is like a roller, like an ice roller, any type of roller like that. Is that something you do live? Yes. I go shaw every night and I ice roll. So I will mention that, but I love it. I, I'm obsessed with, um, the ice roller. I feel like it really, uh, gets rid of my puffiness that I have on my face, specifically under my eyes. And also like, in my lower cheekbones because I wake up very, very puffy. I wake up looking like, like I like slowly deflate throughout the day, but, um, definitely, definitely feel that. Um, one of my, uh, former romantic partners used to be like, you look like a little balloon and you know, slowly it just like comes down. And I'm like, okay, it's fine, I guess. But, um, definitely, definitely use one. And I think it's really good. I use it in the evenings and uh, in the mornings. I've been struggling with the mornings because, you know, my whole morning routine is off. I have to wake up super early. And honestly, I have no idea, like, how easy is it for you to stick to your regimen? Because I feel like with skincare, it's like hit or miss for me, especially if I go out, if I come home late, I like almost don't want to do it. So how consistent would you say you are with your routine? I would say that I'm fairly regimented. I'm honestly not as good as I used to be. Like there was a time, especially like my freshman year of college where I 
shit you not every single day no matter what it was like the skincare routine was getting done in the morning and at night and I like I bet maybe for a whole year I missed no days I, I like I was really really good about it now that I travel so often I find that when I'm traveling I struggle more to do it just because I'm out of my routine anyway so then I'm like I don't need to do this like whatever and then like I come back and I'm like oh all my stuff's packed up so like I don't want to do it because I haven't unpacked everything yet whatever or like oh like I went to a trip like I went on a trip like like I went like if I went to Chicago like Thursday through Sunday and then I'm going back on Thursday the next week like I'm like oh I don't really want to unpack everything because I'm going right back so then I get lazy and that's like you know not great I would say that I'm still pretty good about it though especially like when I'm home like Mm -hmm. if I'm for a consistent amount of time like like this week like I haven't missed a day but it's because it's also something I like enjoy doing you know like I make like kind of a a point to do it a nighttime routine out of it if you will a morning routine out of it just something that sets you up for success I think on the flip side and we'll start touching upon my skin hair routine I am really bad at following it. I am the type that I'll come home and I'll like forget to brush my teeth because I'm not paying attention. And that's just like not good. Um, but I'm getting a lot better at it. Um, specifically, I think my nighttime skincare routine is a lot more steady structured than my um than my um morning routine. Morning routine, I don't really have anything. So I'll just jump straight into my products. Uh I take like a, like a capsule, like a, a anti-acne capsule. It's called mindocliacin. And I've also been on clindamycin. And once again, like I mentioned that birth control, but right now I take it once a day. There was a point where I took it twice a day. Honestly, sometimes take it every other day. Depends on when I remember. And I mean, it works. I actually don't know since I'm not following it as strictly, but I found that my acne looks better when I take this medication. As for routines, I love the CeraVe foaming facial cleanser and I use the normal to oily skin. I feel like it does me very, very good justice. Um, I use it typically in the morning, at night, and after every time I work out, I'll just um, wipe my face with it. I think it's really important to wipe your face after you work out because that's when a lot of oils are on your skin and also like you're dirty if you're outside or if you've been in a gym and accidentally like lay your head in like um, into a mat. So I try to do that. Um, So that's my first step. And then afterwards I will use, so my mom makes a lot of homemade things. So I have a homemade topical. It's made with different herbs, um, such as um, like ginger, um, there's some apple cider vinegar in it, there's some uh, hydrogen peroxide in it and rubbing alcohol, and it's green. So it's in this like homemade makeshift bottle. And I'll typically put it only on my like areas that need a little bit of extra assistance. It dries out my skin a little bit. So it makes that spot just a little bit easier to manage. And then something I'm really into is just general facial care and under eye care. So I use the Sonage uh, R&R peptide packed eye serum, and that's for underneath my eyes to kind of control my bags. I find that when I use this also, like my skin is a chance to recover because I usually will do it on my entire like cheek area. And then I'll wait a second for it to dry. 
and I'll go in with the Grace and Stella Brightening and Moisturizing Eye Cream. I got it in an Ipsy package. I'm obsessed with it. I think it's awesome. Um, and like makes my, it like feels really nice under my skin. It's nice and cool. And then something I don't go without is uh, a type of vitamin C droplet. So I love vitamin C serums. I think they really helped me with evening out my skin tone and specifically making my pores a little bit smaller. And I use like a vitamin E and C serum, like, um, duo. And I just like put a little bit on my face in like on my upper T-zone and then on my cheeks and I'll rub it in. And then that's when I'll go in with like a roller or a gua sha and I will just, um, you know, make sure it fully seeps into my skin before I apply my moisturizer which is the Neutrogena Hydro Boost water gel. Um, that feels like butter on your skin. Um, and I only do that in the morning. And this is like my extensive nighttime routine. But when it comes to the morning, something that I really try not to forget is sunscreen. Because sunscreen is really key to not only preventing wrinkles, but also making sure your skin is safe from those UV rays. So right now I'm loving the ordinary um, sunscreen. And then I also just use like a typical, um, like the lizard brand is really good too. It kind of makes your face white. I won't lie to you. Um, you know, that like afterglow shadow, um, but there's nothing I can do about it. Um, because, um, it's like safer for your skin. There's less chemicals in it. They don't have those like damaging ones. So I always do that on my face and on my like neck area as well. And I try to do that even if it's not hot outside. So UV rays do not stop. Uh, contrary to popular belief still exist in the winter. So they're super important to put on. And Zoe on the meantime, she's really into the makeup stuff. I honestly only wear makeup when I go out. Like I don't even wear it to work. Um, I didn't wear it to work at all when I student taught this past semester. It just felt like it aggravated my skin more, specifically when I had breakouts. And I found it rubbing off throughout the day. And that really bothered me because then I had to reapply and it felt like a waste of time. So, um, so one of my big goals is just to have skin to the point where I feel confident going outside without makeup on. Um, and I'm not one to like wear foundation or anything like that. I just don't know how to do it quite frankly. And I'm envious that Zoe knows how to make it look not cakey. Cause I feel like my one time in seventh grade, I made my face look absolutely atrocious, but, um, you know, I'm a big fan of the concealers and all that stuff. And we'll touch upon that in our episode on makeup tips, since we have very drastically different ones, but, um, those are like my big products. Um, something that I found just does not work for my skin is like weird, um, like the CeraVe facial moisturizer. I find that's really, um, thick and it also doesn't, the Cetaphil one as well. It just doesn't do me any justice. Something that also works really well on my skin is actually coconut oil. So I'll put that on in the morning and I really like it a lot. I also use it as just like a general lotion instead of regular lotion. And I find that it prevents me from having any like spots or blemishes on my skin, which I really love that. Specifically, if you have dry skin, I highly recommend it. If you have oily skin, do not put coconut oil all over your face, but dryest skin, highly recommend. Interesting. I feel like Liv just gave a bunch of other great tips. I feel like we do have very different skincare journeys. 
I, I mean, I will say you already said, we're going to talk a little bit more about makeup and things. Cause I don't feel like wearing makeup really affects my skin quite frankly at all. I mean, if I leave it on for like 12 hours, it's when I start to see it. But like, if I have it on for, you know, the day, like maybe a few hours, but like today I put makeup on at 7am and it's 8pm now. So I've had the makeup on for 12 hours and I feel fine. And I know my skin will be fine tomorrow. I'm going to do the same thing again. Like I wear makeup, I would say more than half the days. I, I would beg to say pretty much probably like six or seven, six or seven days a week to be, to be honest. And I, I know that like, obviously skin is a huge part of confidence, but even though like I do wear makeup and yes, like you can cover things up a little bit easier if you're wearing makeup, I still find that when my skin looks the best, like under the makeup that I feel the best because my makeup went on the smoothest and it lasts longer, all those things. And while, yeah, like maybe another person might not notice as much. I feel so much more confident. I can feel that throughout the entire day. And I think that's really why people really care about acne because it does have such a huge effect on confidence. Like if you're looking at someone that has a lot of acne, there's this weird connotation that they're dirty, I think. And that's entirely not the case. Acne is hormonal. There's so many things that go into factoring, like factors. Or that they don't take care of themselves. That's like another like societal misconception, which is literally not the case. Cause I remember when I had really bad cystic acne, I felt like all I was doing was taking care of it and it would just not go away. Yeah. And I feel like that's this huge thing that when you have pimples and things that you know, people really assume that about you and it's not true at all. And we all know it, we all have gotten them and we all know what it's like to get them, why we like, how to deal with it, whatever. But it has nothing to do at all with how well or well, like, or how well or poorly you take care of your skin. So that's something that, you know, does really affect, I think, confidence, especially, especially, especially in younger people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I think it relates a lot to the fact that like, as individuals we just want to like like a lot of people say like beauty shines from within and I do agree with that because I think positive people tend to be just better people towards society and also you like them more but I think when it comes to outward appearances right like first impressions are often um very shallow and judgmental um but they're based on what you look like let's be real if you're looking at someone on the street you make a assumption about them based on what they're wearing, what, how their hair looks, how their skin looks. And Zoe, what you're saying is so accurate because even if I like do my skincare, I feel more put together. And as a result, I feel like I'm more confident when I'm out in public. And truly like better throughout the day. I feel like, I feel mm-hmm. like I've just set myself up for a more successful day or even a more successful sleep. If I'm being, if I'm like talking about my nighttime routine, um, I know Liv, you kind of mentioned some of your medications. Do you want to talk a little bit more about those? I mean, we can, I definitely think that birth control was really, really helpful for clearing up that cystic acne. I had, you know, that painful acne that was underneath my skin, I don't know if I necessarily recommend it because you got to just find one that works for you. And also like, it's a tough conversation to have with your parents, especially if you're doing it super young. Cause then they're like, why actually do you want to be on this? Are there other intentions? My parents actually pushed me to be on birth control because they, my, like my family does not have a history of acne. So my skin was very much so an anomaly and, um, 
it was kind of a shocker when I had acne. Um, and my little sister also like has maybe a little bit of acne growing up, but really has never struggled to the extent where I did. Um, but I think a lot of mine had to do with my sport, but I was on birth control. It definitely helped, but I did have a lot of negative side effects that are associated with birth control. So if you're going to do that, definitely talk to your doctor. And I would say, come up with a plan. Like if in six months, your acne doesn't clear up, it might not be for you. Obviously that's going to take time, right? Like I didn't take a birth control pill and then immediately see changes. Same thing with like my clindamycin. Like I did not start taking it. And then the next day my acne didn't clear up. Right. So it was a journey for sure. And, um, I think a tough one to wait out, right. Especially like when Zoe mentioned, like trying new products, like it's very, very, very tough to know if you've done enough, like if you, if you, if you are going to be able to, um, you know, regulate it. Right. And, um, I think it's honestly a waiting journey. So I like Zoe's tip that she said about like taking your time and really seeing if it works before discarding a product, product completely, especially if it's expensive. Like a lot of my products are, I think more drugstore based. So they're not very expensive. Like I got my vitamin serum for $4 at TJ Maxx. Um, that's where you guys should go for your vitamin serum. It's like $20 on Amazon for no apparent reason. And I stocked up on it obviously, but, um, I say that's a good one. I think for tips on like finding things definitely would recommend Ipsy. I feel like they give a lot of really good products that help. Um, something that I've also noticed with my specific cystic acne is nothing with scent reacts well to my skin. I do not like scented things. I do not like things that smell like something like lavender, rose, rose spray. I don't want that anywhere near my face. Yeah. I only really go for, I feel like scented things that were natural. Um, like if it was like, for example, I was talking about that, the brightening serum that I use that is strawberry, but it's because it's strawberry, like it has strawberry infusion in it. Like because it's supposed to help with brightening. So like it's part of the serum, not like it's not scented and it has like no artificial flavors in it, like or scents in it. So like, it's definitely like, I think a lot of skincare products can be scented, but not in the same sense, if that makes sense. Um, I agree with you. I used, I used to use this watermelon one from Sephora. I have no idea what it's called, but um, I'm like looking it up right now. So I could give you guys a little it's like the glow recipe, watermelon juice. It's like an oil free moisturizer. And I really like that a lot. I actually felt like that did wonders on my skin. It's not too Bradley priced. It's under $50. Um, and I thought that one worked really well on my skin. Obviously I've moved on to be bigger and better things, but, um, it smelled like watermelon, but I agree with you. It didn't really, it didn't really irritate my skin. I think that's a better statement. Yeah, I think skincare, I guess what we've, I really think the conclusion of all this is, is that skincare is a journey. And at this stage, you're still kind of figuring it out. And we're also in a stage of life where skin can take a 180 on you. Like I said earlier, like this is kind of the first time in my life that I've ever really had acne. And it's kind of hard for the adjustment at 22 years old to be like, I'm still getting pimples, like really, but I'm getting, I think more than I really ever had because I've been so stressed. Um, and it's like normal at this age for it to kind of be pivoting and it's okay to, you know, experiment, to try things, ask friends, look at reviews, watch videos. All those things are so natural and it's really all skincare is so personal. I think that, you know, Liv was talking about 
don't just throw a product out because you it didn't work for you the first time you tried it. I think also this on a similar, I guess, vein, like just because a product doesn't work for you doesn't mean it won't be someone else's holy grail. Like if you have a product that's just not working for you, gift it to someone else because it could be their perfect product, you know? And Mm -hmm. because skin is so, so, so specific to the individual. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. And I would also say that like a big thing to help with uh, skin is just making sure that after you wear makeup that you take it all off. And I mean, I take mine off via my cleanser. There's like a Garnier cleanser. I also like that's oil-free, but I try to get all my makeup off as like, for me, it's as soon as possible because I just don't want to wear it. Um, but I try to get it off, um, my skin so that I have like a clear base to set it. I think like the, one of the big no-nos that I feel really applies to myself with this acne prone skin is the fact that, um, if I don't take it off in time, then I'll just get lazy and not want to do anything else when it comes to that. And Zoe's saying like skin changes and it obviously does. And, the big thing that I would say other than all these products we're mentioning is just like finding a way to regulate your stress, right? So if you have a lot of stressful stuff happening in your life, returning back to your habits, back to your routines and like setting yourself up for success. So your skin can maybe be factored by like other things. And right. Once those stressors are removed, what can you do? A lot of people also, um, will cut dairy out of their life, right? They'll cut certain meats out of their life. They'll cut certain grains out of their life because they feel that they irritate skin. I'm not one of those people that does that. I believe in a whole balanced diet. And I believe that if you cut everything out and then bring it back in, your skin actually might become more inflamed. Um, But um, that's your own personal preference, I would say. And I would say if that works for you, like you can recommend it to someone else, but I try to avoid it uh, specifically because I'm not lactose intolerant and I don't have celiac disease. So um, it's just not something I do. I feel like, I mean, at the root of all this, what we've kind of been saying is there's millions and millions and millions of cures for, you know, who knows what type of skin problem you could be having on the internet. uh, I guess we kind of gave you some of our own that we found work, but skin is so individual and don't beat yourself up about not finding the first, the best thing first. I know we've kind of rambled on a bit and we definitely want to hear feedback on this episode about kind of if you liked this setup, this kind of more light topic and, you know, kind of hearing about what has and hasn't worked for us as far as beauty routines go. We want to do an episode about makeup for sure, but if this is a format you guys like, we'd be happy to hear about it so we can kind of keep up with this sort of thing. Liv, is there anything else you want to talk about with skincare? No, I think that that's a really great way to close this out. And I would just say our biggest thing is we're trying to be more open and vulnerable with you guys, right? Share our own journeys that maybe are not super deep and riveting, but I think plague a lot of late teens and early twenties. And even people that are full on fledged adults have been adults for years. People still struggle with this stuff. And all I want to say is it's okay to struggle with this, right? Like um, don't let it tank your confidence and just be proud of the fact that you're at least taking some steps forward. You recognize that you want to feel better about yourself. So you're doing something to make um, your beauty shine from within outward. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I guess that's really all we have for today. Please, please, please go ahead and give us some feedback on this episode. If you liked it, let us know if you take any of our recommendations. Um, We're going to keep you guys posted with lots of updates on our own skin, what's going on. And then we'll let you guys know when that um, makeup episode is going to be ready. It hopefully will be, um, if this one gets some good feedback coming up pretty soon. But with that being said, thank you so much for listening to Corn to Norm. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Corn to Norm. And that's about it, you guys. Have a great rest of your Friday and we will see you in two weeks on Corn to Norm. Bye, guys. Bye.